0: I can't talk to my parents, they just wanna understand.
1: If I try to talk to my friends, I'm afraid they're gonna tell other kids at school.
0: My friends just don't understand what I'm going through.
1: I wanna talk to someone about what I'm feeling, but I don't even know how to start explaining what I'm feeling.
2: Many teenagers, especially in middle school, feel that their voices go unheard and often don't know who to reach out to or how to reach out. Why should it be so difficult for us to share and open up? I mean, what are we afraid of? Understanding, acceptance, judgment?
3: We all have a voice. We want to be heard and understood. How can I open up? How can we help our peers open up? To get a better idea about our teens opening up, we asked 217 grades students, grades 6 through 8 on campus, if they had trouble reaching out and if they're comfortable talking to their parents.
4: Hello, everyone, and welcome to ka 19 Sequoia's official podcast. Today, we're talking about reaching out and communicating. We have some stories we'd like to share with our listeners and some stats from students on campus. These are our stories.
5: Have you ever felt unmotivated or overwhelmed? To the point of we're getting out of bed after hours seems like such an effort. Well, this was the case for me uh, a few months back, and it all started at the beginning of eighth grade. As schoolwork and tests became the norm again, more and more of my time became dedicated to school. I would spend hours after hours working on homework, study guides, and it was overwhelming me. I spent around six hours a day doing all these you know, papers, and I was really, really focused on school. I didn't spend time with friends or my family or even hobbies that I wanted to do. On the weekend, I was so tired. I felt like the cycle of working tirelessly was never going to end. didn't want to hang out with friends. My mood was changing. didn't want to play video games, play guitar, really do anything. I just wanted to stay in my room. This happened day after day and over the weekends and long breaks, I laid in my bed and felt so trapped in a cycle of work and felt that whatever I did other than school was useless and it didn't satisfy me. I became more negative-minded. I didn't think of hanging out with my friends or really talking to my family. But one day, though, I cracked. I was done with all the work and I started crying. My sister came to me and gave me advice. She told me to break the work down. And I took the advice to heart stopped doing what I was doing and really took the words that she was speaking to me she said you know work uh, Work less when it comes to school and focus on hobbies and activities that can satisfy you slowly But but surely I did it. I started doing things that I wanted to do And I started breaking up the work started playing uh, guitar again I started playing video games even though I may have not been the best or I might have just been very very unmotivated, it did fuel me. It fueled me enough to really get me back on my feet. And, well, before the segment ends, if there are any teens listening in that are feeling unmotivated, overwhelmed, depressed, hopeless, or even lost, first, you need to reach out. So school counselors, therapists, other forms of doctors, even your family and friends can get you back on your feet. And I made the mistake of not reaching out sooner. And if I did, I would have been back to my normal self but rehabilitating yourself back to full health can take weeks, months, and sometimes years. But it can be sooner if you can reach out to other people who can support you. Slowly so find new things to do and find a new interest in something. Write in a journal, anything that can keep your mind going. It will slowly fulfill you. And I know getting out of a dark room can be the hardest thing in the world, but if you slowly get out there and take it step by step, you'll be back to full health and with a brighter and healthier mind. Thank you.
1: Like Dominic said, you can always reach out to your school counselor or therapist, even though 40% of the students we polled said they don't have trouble reaching out. That still leaves 52% who do find it difficult. We get it. Sometimes you might be scared to reach out because it seems unnatural, or you might think you're the only one with a problem, or you don't want your friends to find out you talk to a therapist or doctor, but you're not the only teen in this same situation.
3: Being sad or anxious or just needing guidance seems to be more common and present in teen culture. So so the sooner you find a way to get help for stress, anxiety, insecurities, and depression, the sooner you can be on a path to a healthier you. So take that chance and reach out to someone.
4: We found that 76% of the students we polled said they were comfortable talking to their parents. One student recently went through an issue with her friend and decided not to talk to her parents about it. Her parents figured out that something was off with their their daughter and approached her. She finally talked to them and immediately felt better, like a weight was lifted off her shoulders. So obviously talking to your parents in this case was a positive and good experience. But reaching out could still be difficult for some teens, especially when reaching out to parents. Around 24% of the students polled said they had difficulty. Tanner has difficulty reaching out to his parents and wants to share his story. Reaching out to my parents is really hard for me since I feel it's awkward. What I... What I need to reach out to them about is my daily anxiety when I wake up and it's starting to get worse and worse. I don't know how to approach my parents, and even though I've gotten a ton of advice from my friends on how to talk to my parents, I still can't get the nerve to do it. What I'm saying is that reaching out is hard for me, and I'm guessing many other teams have had trouble with it too. I ended up talking to them, and I feel a lot better now since we figured everything out. Students from our poll listed friends, family, and other parents Uh, parents and family members as the people they reach out to on a regular basis. Unfortunately, the results also indicate that only 6.9% of students reach out to their school counselors or teachers. Remember, teachers and counselors are always available to listen and help.
2: Now, since my mom passed away in October, I've been distant from others and I've not been communicating and opening up to anybody about what happened and how I've been. My old science teacher had told me to open up and talk to somebody but I haven't taken his advice very seriously, and I regret it. Sometimes I feel like I'm alone and that I don't have anybody to talk to. After it happened, I had already been distanced, but when my dad told me I'd, I was going to have to move out with him to California, I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to see my friends and family back in West Virginia really at all. I'm not much of a person who opens up, but I think that with so many teens probably dealing with something similar to what I am, Giving my example will probably make others feel not as lonely as I did.
1: Our poll also indicated that 43% of students reach out to their friends first, while 40% reach out to parents. 11% don't reach out to anyone at all, keeping it all inside, while 5% reach out to other family members, and a mere 1% to a teacher or coach. Obviously, students feel more comfortable speaking to their friends than parents, teachers, or counselors. How can we increase the number of students that reach out to school staff like counselors?
0: So we spoke out to our counselor, Ms. Mrs. Martins, about how it's good to reach out to your school counselors. This is what she told us. Counselors can provide tools and suggestions to solve your problems or help with stress that maybe your friends or parents can't give. Also, her office is always a safe place, and you can share whatever's going on with her. Sometimes people may feel uncomfortable talking to their counselor because they don't want, they don't know them well, so they don't want to talk to them. She tries to go outside on campus so that kids can get to know her and try to solve the problems she sees. What she loves to see is a friend telling her friends to go to a counselor if they have a big problem that their friend can't solve. Even though counselors are always there, it can still be hard to reach out. For example, our next speaker, Pranav, has a hard time reaching out. Let's hear a story.
1: Reaching out has always been hard for me. Talking to my parents was very difficult because I almost never found a good time to talk to them. With their jobs and having to drop and pick me up from school, it's always hard to make sure it's okay to talk to them. Talking to my brother is a lot better in some cases, and he understands what I'm going through because when he was as young as me, he went through the exact same things. Now, even though it's harder to talk to him because he's in college, it still helps because he can show me what to do in some cases. And basically, I'm trying to state that it may be easier to talk to your siblings instead of your parents sometimes.
5: For many teens, speaking to adult figures is difficult, so many choose to get advice from friends. Why do some teens do this instead of getting proper help? Well, we decided to talk amongst ourselves, and these are our thoughts. Students sometimes
4: trust their friends more than adults or their family because adults may not be able to relate or understand, even though they can probably give better or smarter advice about more serious things.
2: Sometimes I don't want my parents to turn the issue into a huge thing, so I talk to my friends who are more down-to-earth and more calm about things.
3: Yeah, I think my friends are more likely to understand what I'm going through than my
2: parents are. Sometimes I can be indecisive about talking to my parents, thinking they won't understand my problems. But believe it or not, my parents were more helpful than I thought because they did deal with some of the things that I face. So that's encouraging to me to talk and reach out to them.
1: Even though when teens have a problem, they resort to keeping it inside and not opening up to a counselor, a therapist, or an adult who can encourage them to stay motivated and to get the problem out. We hope all teens will open up because it makes you feel much lighter with all the negative thoughts weighing you down. sum it all up, for
3: many teens at our school, reaching out can be difficult on many different levels.
1: Some have the confidence to reach out to family or friends, but some cannot reach out at all. Reaching out can be scary because of judgment, embarrassment, misunderstanding, and not being able to relate to what is being said.
4: Our stories have shown the difficulties, the benefits, and experiences from reaching out. And we hope this podcast can encourage many others to lend a helping hand to someone in need
5: or to reach out if you are in need. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed our KA 19 podcast.